Hello everyone and welcome to Final Show. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've just got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I want to let everybody know that our addresses have changed. Uh, our Twitch channel has changed from Sinstaku to twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms, and our YouTube channel has also changed to youtube.com slash finalshowfilms. Next, we want to thank our $20 tier supporters on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash films, by the way, if you want to go throw a couple bucks our way. That's going to be Cat Waterflame, Antitonic, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty. Thank you guys for that. Also, our website is in the process of getting updated. So go take a look at finalshowfilms.com. We've got Mara and Jeremy are working on updating all of our stuff there, making it look nice and like a modern website and frankly they know what they're doing far better than i or austin ever did so if you want to check out the things that are changing over there you go do that follow us on twitter at final show films for updates uh for all future things including things that are going on with our website and going on with the patreon page and things that are going on live as we stream them uh, as well as our podcasts and everything else so thank you very much for watching y'all have a good day <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Hunter the Vigil Terminus Tendency. I am William, and I am your storyteller for this New World of Darkness Hunter campaign chronicle. That's the term for it. Um, and joining me today, we have Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I am playing Drew, the, the Lucifuge researcher. And Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I am playing uh, uh, Nina Sky, uh, Union person. Uh, and Jack. Hey, everybody. I'm Jack, and I'm playing Eamon Mulcahy, the Irish murder hobo and member of the Malleus Maleficarum. And Holly. Hi, I'm Holly. I am playing Astrid Ashwin. Um, uh, Knights of St. Adrian, sorry. There you go. And Craig. Hi, I'm Craig. I'm playing Paul Phillips, member of the Aegis Kaidoru and acquisitions expert. And we are short John today um, because of illness. So hopefully he'll join us again next week. Get better soon. Uh, but when last we left off, uh, things had happened. <laughs> Um, after an interest, after an interesting amount of conversation and, and exploration, uh, trying to figure out what was next, the group was alerted by Colleen to a pillar of flame uh, erupting into the air from several blocks away um, and hurried to the site uh, to encounter a man on fire. Uh, in the midst of roasting to ash a fully war-formed werewolf. Um, and the large number of civilians that were panicking and fleeing after witnessing this act in broad daylight. But before we pick up with that, um, we move to an undisclosed location at a point sometime in the future as the man giving a presentation kind of 
puts his hands behind his back and just kind of looks faintly chagrined as he kind of hits this point in the in in the report and just yeah I, I don't know what you want me to say about that particular moment there's not really a lot that could have been done to make that less bad um I'll be frank, it was fortunate that our group was nearby enough to actually react as quickly as they did. When someone like that decides that it's time for a pillar of fire, I... I mean, you're you're all very experienced in your own groups. I challenge any of you to think of a way to stop that from having played as badly as it did. Uh, especially having not been able to be there before it happened. Um, but before... Well... Before I ask any of you for your feedback on that particular matter, I'll start reviewing the situations of damage control. And with that, we join the group in the immediate aftermath of this, as the man on fire has disappeared into the earth, and there are civilians screaming in a pile of ash. That fucker just melted his way into the asphalt. Through you. And, and there's not a hole where he went, right? He just passed through the ground? Uh, he sort of melted a hole into the ground as he disappeared, but there's nothing like going down into the earth. It's not like he tunneled somewhere. Drew? So, clarification question. I recall that as this was happening, Colleen and Drew were getting on a motorbike so the person who can't drive can drive the blind person away from this nonsense. Yes, you two were fleeing. That is correct. Okay, so, like, did we actually get away, or is it clear that the situation has resolved before we are... Um, um, I would say that you were probably in the process of beginning to leave when you noticed him beginning to sink into the earth. Whether or not you still desire to leave is up to you and Colleen. Um, I will... Colleen, let's keep going. If other supernaturals show up to try and deal with this, we probably (coughs) want you here. Um, But I will pull out my phone and dial... Who's most likely to pick up in the middle of a crisis? Nina? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Who's currently just sort of staring at the whole carnage hell scene sort of open-mouthed. So, you ring, ring of ringtone that I can't think of at the moment. Let's see. It, it's Drew's phone, so it's probably Highway to Hell. Um, exactly and it's just slowly phone goes up to ear. Nina speaking, can I help you? <laughs> Yeah, I'm still evacuating because, you know, consequences. But what's going on over there? Um, hold on just one moment. Eamon is currently holding his claymore and kind of poking at the probably still glowing I'm edges of the on a hole. motorcycle if that is your fucking camera. <laughs> no, no. He's just holding out the phone so you can catch a bit of the sound. Okay. Does that explain everything that you need to hear? What did the crazy fireman do? This is going to shock you, but the crazy fireman is burning things. (laughs) 
Is he there? Is he gone? Is he dead? He's definitely gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he fucked off. Okay, so people probably saw a guy on fire, lots of property damage, and gone. Yep. How hard would it be for you to set up something that makes it look like someone self-immolated themselves in protest? Because I can ask Sean and Eamon, they may also be able to arrange that, but I don't think I can. Um... I look at the level of devastation that the fire has caused. <laughs> um, actually, the, the the property damage is less than the sheer visual factor. Right. Like there there are burning footprints digging into the concrete. Right. Um, and there's a pile of ash where a werewolf used to be. Right. Uh, but other than that, not a lot of the surrounding property is on fire. It- and that feeds uh, into something I wanted to confirm. There, there isn't a skeleton left, right? It's just ash. Yes, the like even the the there's like bone flakes and fragments of bone, but there's not enough of a full skeleton left. Okay. Hold one moment. Amen. Hey, what's up, love? It's for you. Hi, on a motorcycle, uh, leaving. Uh, oh. Right. Uh, what are we planning to do about this? What's going on? Details. Um, I ask. I am thinking the best solution to give the media is, is that someone did a self-immolation protest thing. Like one of those Vietnamese fuckers. Well, it happens everywhere. But yeah, I, I mean, I can look up what fire is hot enough for whatever actually happened. Um, but... I mean... I figure that, I mean, it's either that or some sort of terrorist incident, which uh, might draw, unfortunately, a bit more investigation yeah, than maybe. Terrorists we'd be. get attention. Crazy people lighting themselves up because they're sad or had a lover's dispute, generally less attention. Either way, can you help me arrange that with your connections? Because I definitely, we definitely don't have those kinds of contacts in the city. Oh, we can, we can, we can get the the church in on this and and have some sort of, yeah, yeah, we can, we can help right. shield that I'm bit. Heading back to Nina's place, I'll get you details on what that might mean, um, like in terms of what tools they might have used. Uh, I might also be able. To this. We'll see. Uh, right. Yeah. Call me back. Bye. Uh, Drew, before you hang up, real yep. quick, um, the, there is one more factor that you, as the person who's more specialized in this, would probably be considering is there's also the possibility of having to explain the werewolf, because from what you saw, they were in war form before they got burnt to death. Um, oh, and... Um, does Eamon know anything about delirium? Yeah. As far as uh, werewolves in Krynos. You're, you're a vampire hunter, so probably not. Okay, never mind. Then. <laughs> Would I? Would Paul? Uh, roll me a cult. Intelligence and a cult. I will, because I've hung up on Amond at this point, um, and I'm not at the scene, I will bounce some ideas off Colleen. But other yeah, and yeah, Col- Colleen is not a social, uh, like, engineer kind of person being a shut-in does that (laughs) um but she definitely thinks that it's probably a good idea to do everything possible to make sure that people don't immediately freak out about this um spanner 
uh, with, four successes. with four successes. Um, you know that werewolves have sort of um, a mind-breaking effect on the more weak-willed members of the populace, which is to say most people who aren't hunters and or other varieties of supernaturals. Uh, and even some hunters. Like, if, if a werewolf is not on your side uh, and you're not completely aware of werewolves, um, just the sight of one, especially if it's angry and coming at you, uh, can be enough to cause severe mental breaks and uh, an amount of hysteria that makes it difficult to recall what just happened. Um, that said, um, that's not a perfect system. Um, it's not a, it's not an exact science how that stuff works, uh, especially not your understanding of it. Sure. Um, and uh, you're pretty certain that after a certain amount of extra fire, that kind of memory still makes an imprint, even if you're going crazy while having it. And a, right. a large enough people all going crazy about the same thing is hard to dismiss. Okay. Um, Paul, who was running away from the van because he was certain that the flaming person was going to come up under the van and explode it, uh, is returning to the scene. And um, goes up to, I guess at this point, uh, Eamon's still on the, or Eamon was just on the phone, right? Yep. Um, and uh, that's Nina's phone, by the way. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I, he toss, I, I, he'll toss it back to Nina once, once okay. Drew hangs up. Mm. Um, so Paul will look back and forth between the two of them and say, uh, so um, any, uh, any decisions on a path forward? Well, it seems to be a very tragic incident when someone is in such emotional distress about the state of the world and their lives that they light themselves on fire in protest. Um, and proceed to, to, to walk away, leaving footprints in the road. Surprising bit of information. Uh, self-immolation doesn't exactly kill you right off. It takes a bit. Right, and, and, and Leaving footprints. Prince we'll get there. The road. <laughs> right. But Not on what the road. We don't know what they doused themselves in. Must have been some sort of, you know, and these roads are always in terrible repair. Don't know how any Americans ever drive on anything. Well, the, the only concern I've got with that, I mean, aside from the footprints in the, in, in, in the ground, and I agree with you, we've got a um, pile of ash, so... Um, that sort of adds up, although I guess the footprints are heading in the wrong direction. Um, could have walked backwards, I'm not sure. But um, the main issue is um, if anyone got a look at the uh, bloody great werewolf before it burned up, probably a lot of that has been blurred out, but there's certainly a possibility that something might stick. So we may want to go in the direction of maybe TV show filming mishap. Hi, I, uh, well, that might be a different option. Um, independent, maybe the, student may- independent film with uh, special effects or effort gone completely wrong. Right. Maybe the person, or maybe the person who, um, self-immolated was, um, what you call them, um, that like to wear suits like an animal. <laughs> Oh, right, that's it. How are you going to explain the lack of cameras and crew? 
Well, when well, you're making an unlicensed, well, when you're making an unlicensed film and uh, something goes horribly wrong and somebody might actually get injured, I think you want to scarp her out and not want to worry about uh, who's going to get blamed for it. Filming permits. Those are filed with the city. Right, no, but this one wasn't. Exist. Right, but if it's a student film, not necessarily. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I'm not saying we claim that we were doing it. That's Fuck an, no! That's an, that's an entanglement that we certainly don't need. But um, we can just say it looked like somebody was uh, making some sort of film for themselves, things went wrong. Or, like you said, um, somebody who likes to dress up like a wolf had a, uh, a heartbreak for the ages. <laughs> you know Alright, 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 alright She sort of snapped out Alright, you know what we're gonna fucking do? A werewolf died in this I'm sure the fucking werewolves Have plans for when their people die In ridiculously Over-the-top supernatural situations We're gonna leave this On their fucking doorstep Because it was their fucking werewolves I- I think I even put I think I even put a note that we needed to call Jack Cross last week so I wouldn't forget and then of course I forgot <laughs> um, Paul snaps his fingers and says yeah that's not a bad idea yeah let me get uh, Jack Cross on the phone unless we have to involve our groups in trying to expend resources and favors and like covering this up the fucking better William would it be out of believability for there to be at least like a decent sized crowbar in the van I'd say you could probably have a crowbar on hand yeah alright Eamon's grabbing a crowbar and he's making those footprints look a lot less like footprints and a lot more like potholes um, Paul has, has one of the small pry bars in his go bag in case that'll work but if you need a big one you can use that yeah, like, both of you with a pair of crowbars you can probably like hammer out the footprints to look a little bit less footprint shaped someone's <laughs> um, gonna be like yeah there was these guys messing with the evidence well, um, are, oh that is the other uh, question yeah go ahead Greg <laughs> no I think I was gonna say the same thing you were the scene is abandoned. What are the yes. bystanders doing, right? Is, yeah. Are people just screaming yeah. and fleeing in terror? Yeah, yep. they all ran away. So we're doing this in a hurry. Um, yep. I do, whenever it works in the order that you want to do things, whether you want to do uh, everybody getting back to the apartment or first, um, Paul's next action is going to be to call Jack. Because there, there, are, there are plenty of people who, probably there were several around here, whose first instinct is film. Delirium shuts that down. Right. Yeah. <laughs> About how many people would you say there were? A couple dozen. Right. So we need to kill a couple dozen people before they can talk to anyone. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was a joke. The sad part is, oh. I don't think Astrid's joking, and I'm not sure if you were. I wasn't initially sure if you were. That tells me a lot about... I don't know what. Yeah, William, let me know when and if Colleen manages to get us back to the apartment, or if we crash. <laughs> uh, let me quickly make a drive check for Colleen. <laughs> Minus three. <laughs> Apparently she's never done this before, and it's a motorcycle. Those are really easy to pick up your first try. Yeah, first, she's, uh, she's just like riding a bike. Yeah. 
It's, it's literally riding a bike. This is actually no. a car. No, no, it's not. Bikes They're called don't bikes. have manual transmissions. <laughs> They're called bikes. <laughs> uh, I'm going to see if she can help herself with some magic. Let me see. God, I hope so. One success. She's not helping herself a lot, but she's helping herself a bit. It wasn't a chance die. <laughs> <laughs> the driving is not comfortable but you're getting a sense of an amount of preternatural reflex that is occurring which is letting her correct every time she almost crashes um so it's it, it's less that she's not crashing and more that she's correcting her crashes faster than the crash can happen she's using That's the good. force <laughs> this would be a bad way to kill the god machine. <laughs> the god machine knew it. <laughs> um. Uh. But if I, uh, take it. It'll be about because she's very much not optimally doing this. It'll be about five ten minutes before you get back to the apartment. Okay. Cool. Um. Yeah. Which will probably be right after these jokers uh, complete their plan. <laughs> now, the hole that he left when he went into the ground. Yeah. I'm assuming it was, it's basically mostly glowy slag, if that. Yeah. So not exactly a, oh, let's follow this guy type of path. It's a, it's a, it's about a half foot deep circular melt in the ground. Right. And then it's probably fairly collapsed behind him, I would say, I would assume. It's hard to say that he even tunneled anything. Right. Mm -hmm. He may have, he may have just walked into a portal or just melted out of existence. You have no real clue. Well, that's a problem we don't have to solve because it doesn't look like a body. Okay. Hmm. Well, don't have to solve it yet. Hmm. Right, so, we've got a whole lot of people that have run off having seen some sort of crazy bullshit. And we're going to go with some sort of unforeseen public incident that probably took a life or two. And there may or may not be furries involved. All right, so... I'm gonna I'm gonna shortcut your attempts to cover this up with some mechanical situations, but first, uh, Drew and Colleen, you guys arrive back at the at the um, at the at the apartment. Cool. We are going inside. We are going inside the bedroom. We are locking the doors, and then I'll call, I guess, Eamon back and put him on speakerphone so the two of us can be involved in whatever conversations are happening at this point. Sounds good. Cool. And this is the point at which, so I'm just, I'm just going to have you guys break this down for me so that I can determine what needs to be done. What is your, per, like, what cover up would you, would you guys like to put into place? I think the group of us are constructing a surface narrative we could use of a furry murder suicide by fire. <laughs> 
<laughs> Fuck it, why not? <laughs> or double suicide, either way. And then calling Jack Cross and saying, hey, do you want to take this? Yeah. Yeah, it like, says a lot about the world of darkness that that is not the craziest protection of the masquerade cover story I've ever heard. <laughs> so, wouldn't it be veil in this case? Which I, I used the mark. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, there's going to be a few steps to this, and I'm going to ask each of you to to handle this step, and either you can make me the appropriate skill roll that goes into that step, or if you want to try and call on your organization for assistance, you can use your status with your organization, plus, I'll say, uh, any, your choice of either resources or contacts to, to, uh, to help to, to make that roll instead of the skill roll if you want to try and use your organization's pull for help. Okay. Um, I, I, again, Paul's first call is still to Jack Cross. Yeah, so, and we'll, we'll deal with how the werewolves want to hand. Actually, yeah, you know what? before that, before I start asking you guys to start working on the cover-up, we'll, we'll see if you can get any help from Jack Cross. Okay. So, because uh, I think we, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but general consensus, I, I think even in character. We Paul... on the werewolves or use their resources we want to. Yeah, but yeah. We're not going to dump it on them and when they do nothing, have just screwed everything up. Yeah. But mm-hmm. are, are, are you still on speakerphone? Yeah, at this still... point I'm back on speakerphone with everyone. Okay, okay yeah. Then that, why don't we do that in character then? Paul Paul will, will chime in and say, um, so just just to be clear, um, we'll see if we can uh, if we can pass it off to, to Cross and his boys. But, or uh, if it, they can do anything to help, yeah. Right, right. But if not, we're not just going to leave it, right? Yeah. That's, I, that's, I, when, I, that's when we jump in. Yeah, we, we cover... I will start working on that just in, in case because I have um, I have more than my cell phone right now. Right, um, and, and and Drew, uh, you and Colleen, you're safe. You got back all right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think probably we're going to be seeing some cameras show up relatively soon. Um, I'm sure you've already thought of this, but um, just because we've got people out there looking for Colleen, um, if you all are back and safe. Um, I think staying put is probably a good idea. Let's not get her any more exposure than she needs. Someone back who's better just in case um, they take this opportunity for combat. Great. Uh, Otherwise, see you guys soon. Perfect. We're still on the call. All right, great. Um, And then just having confirmed that, then he will turn and, and get out his own phone and call Jack. Yeah, so it, it rings three times, and then, uh, yeah, this is Jack. Mr. Cross, uh, it's Paul Phillips. Ah, Mr. Phillips, it's good to hear from you. One of these days, I promise I'm going to call you with some good news, but today is not one of those days. Uh... Um, you know um, those... Uh, uh, actually, I guess we didn't. We didn't. We haven't discussed these we two. We weren't sure before. until like right before this happened, so probably yeah, not. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm not sure if uh, if you've heard more of the specifics, but you know, um, those who dropped off the bits and pieces um, at our place of residence. Um, well, we've got some new information uh, that it may be um, what's called in all circles a slasher. And um, some bloke that lights himself on fire. 
Um, can't confirm the first one quite yet, but uh, we just had a run-in with the second, and unfortunately, it looks like uh, he was in a run-in with one of your people. You know, do you have any way of identifying who it was? Unfortunately, it's all burned up. I mean, um, if we want to be optimistic about it, maybe it was one of our friends from the sewers, but uh, definitely one of yours um, in general, at least. And uh, it was in, um, I'm sorry, I'm not sure of the word for it. Um, we call it scary murder form. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Um, worth mention, worth, worth asking. When we say it's ash, is it one of those like it got burned to ash, but it's still somewhat in that, it, 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 you know, flash? Um, because so, it's flash burned up, so like sort of essentially what a nuclear bomb looks like without the explosion, right? Um, it's there are so it is mostly it is mostly ash. There are small bits of bone left that are so incredibly charred and flaked that it's almost impossible to tell what shape the bones were in. Um, but it is essentially a slightly more than pile of ash. So it's not Pompeii stuff. No. Got it. Yeah, um, I, think, I think Jeremy's Jeremy's question was along the lines of, do we need a shovel or just a leaf blower? I mean, I was looking at, could we get some identity? Because <laughs> if it was in a, if it was still in a solid enough form, no, uh, it, we could have conceivably gotten some features. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it was it wasn't flash burned. It was subjected to an inferno for what was probably a half minute. There. Yeah. Um, and and on on that point, um, Paul will add. Um, don't you don't have to specifically worry about the remains. Like I said, we can't identify it, but that means, of course, nobody else will come and find a uh, well, obviously a werewolf. But uh, the the problem is there were people around, and I'm sure at least some of them saw it. Now I know there's something that affects a lot of people that wouldn't let them remember, but this was a big enough commotion that uh, something's going to stick, even oh, if the, the specifics back- won't. In the background, murmured over to Eamon, hey Eamon, do you have a shot back in the van? Jeez. <sighs> Eamon goes into the van. Fuck. And he Just comes back with a dustbuster. Don't let anybody mess with the <laughs> body what's left. As uh, I was <laughs> like, oh no, of course, of course not. In the background. <laughs> um, um, and Paul, I, Paul, question, do you try and stop it? Well, that's, that's actually what I was just about to ask William. Do I see this? Yes. So Paul's like, oh no, absolutely not. Of course. Um, Mr. Cross, excuse me just one second. Um, and he'll push, push the mute button uh, and then and then goes no don't don't seriously don't I think we have to just, get rid of the ashy giant corpse i think we may get people who have been disposing of giant monster bodies for millennia at this point involved to take care of it so maybe don't use a dustbuster. I mean, I wasn't gonna, like, dump it on the side of the road. I was hoping to put it in, like, a bag so we could deliver it to them, but fine. Fine. Well, okay, look, just don't mention the means, but hold on, let me check. Um, and he'll take it off hold and says, um, given that it's ash, um, would you want us to 
don't think about it. how um collect <laughs> oh my god all you had to say was collect <laughs> no i need our face ladies and gentlemen our hands are dusty because we were cleaning no other reason <laughs> Look, sometimes you say things because you're being very professional, and sometimes you say, say things to be funny out of character. Um, <laughs> no, just, I need one of my theurgists to be on site to get what they can from the situation. Just leave the ash where they're at. They'll be there in 20 minutes. Uh, can you make it 10? Because I'm sure we're going to get uh, a lot more attention. And, I, can and shoot, I, I can shoot for 15. I'll this text the him the location. Where, where, where Nina trips on a footprint and goes face first into the ash. <laughs> that bad, are we? <laughs> Only no, when no, we no. want to be, Aaron. Only when we want to be. I'm Paul joking. Paul. I'm just saying, there are footprints of that. Of- <laughs> Put the car to the ground. I can just imagine. Oh God! Does that mean I'm a werewolf now? <laughs> <laughs> Paul turns around, watches this, just a blank face, um, and then turns to Eamon and says, "I thought it was your kind that was worried about Ash Wednesday." Isn't it Friday? I can't keep. I can't even keep track anymore. Um, and and Paul turns around to to Nina and says, "Look, I, I, as far as I'm aware." Um, it's not uh, contagious. It's a uh, hereditary that, sort of thing. I didn't actually. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am not. I am not. I, 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 I'm not going that level of slapstick as funny right. as it would be. Just double checking. From okay. slapstick to sabotage player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so, uh, um, so Paul, Paul will convey that information and say. Um, He's sending someone out in, in 15 minutes. He's asked that we not disturb it. Um, we ought to get prepared, though, for um, for the incoming arrival of, uh, of authorities. Sure, it would be nice if somebody had something, like a little tool or something they could, you know, just knock out electronics in the area, wait for everybody to show up, get their cameras on, and then just... I mean, like an EMP? Hi. Um, I mean, I don't have any. I don't have any particularly powerful. That's light. Jack making a changeling joke. But go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't have any particularly powerful electromagnet magnets or you know nuclear bombs in the area. Well, but if I find one, I'll let you know. That's, that's a reference to the storyteller's changeling character. <laughs> what um? No, what that's, is a ref- the that's a reference to Phage's gun. Yeah. What is what is the building that we're in front of, or that that, that this is in? Front of? Uh, you are you are you are. This is sort of like in front of a um, uh, sort of like a. Um, it's not a strip mall. And it's not a boardwalk, but it's basically a small section of food places uh, that a lot of them have, like um, like lunch areas out front. Like this is this is this is a small. It's like a small strip mall that is mostly food places. Um, yeah, does it have any in, in, any video yeah. cameras for security? Um, most of them are pointed at the front doors of the businesses and interior to the businesses rather than the like the walking area where everyone goes. Um, so it doesn't look like too much of this 
it might like a little bit of it might have been on the periphery of some of the cameras, but it doesn't matter. any any cameras were pointed directly at this. Uh, that's still not great. Are, are people hiding inside the restaurants, or have they cleared out entirely? This place is. Uh, you don't see any people immediately in the vicinity is what i'll say um okay uh paul will look around and says i maybe we ought to do a, a quick sweep door to door just to make sure we don't have anyone uh inside watching what we're up to um and then i would like to use um my professional training to see if i can quickly isolate where the security office for this building would be because if they have if they have cameras the feed has to go somewhere um, roll me just roll me intelligence in your professional training. Okay. The manager's office over guest Wi-Fi. If like the general level of security given to security tapes is anything to go by. Also, the Wi-Fi password is probably the name of the network. <clears throat> no, don't be password. rude. It's probably password, and it's probably on a little thing in the immediate front of the store yeah so probably just taped to the modem uh the cameras are probably on slightly separate feeds in that each business has probably provided some cameras by the landlord but the circuits are managed by the individual restaurants and camera feeds are probably all things considered probably like in the manager's office of each individual building does it seem like they would just be live feeds or would there be any kind of recording Typically speaking, that would just be live feeds, and they probably wouldn't do recording too much just for storage space. So recordings would probably mostly be like after hours, like for when the business is closed. Okay. Uh, can I find the manager's office? Uh, there's like six restaurants. So probably if you wanted to search through each of them individually. Um, you, you mean there, there's not a there's not a yeah like the, the it's, it's not it's not it's it's not like the entire building is on one CCTV. It's each of the individual restaurants has its own cameras that no, are that no, are, I mean, restaurants in a strip mall. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get that, but sometimes in in a building like this, obviously not always, but sometimes there will be a separate management office for the. Yeah, like that doesn't seem to be the case in this particular location. Okay, yeah. uh, then I will take the. What is the closest restaurant? Uh, it looks like a pizza joint. It's a sort of like local mom and pop pizza store. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go in. Paul, get me a calzone while you're in there. I'm wearing a calzone t-shirt. Um, uh, I will, I, um, yeah, I will go in. Paul just gives Eamon a completely false thumbs up and walks in. After stealing a calzone, the furries. That <laughs> was, ter was terrible. We'll the, we will pin the calzone theft on them. It will be brilliant. <laughs> that was the worst thing I've ever seen. They broke in, stole all the calzones, um, rummaged through the register, and came out and just lit themselves on fire while eating eight calzones. <laughs> <laughs> that all obviously went up with the with the person. Um, I, I, I don't want to say it's specifically why, but I saw one of them eating a slice of cow of pizza with a donut. Worst <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> no, so uh, is there a manager's office? Yeah, and it's unlocked because it was the middle of the day and people just panicked and fled. <laughs> okay, I'm going to walk into the manager's office and see if I can find, uh, uh, find the, the employee checklist. 
or, or, or the shift schedule. Yeah, it's like the Mandrakovas is like a square, and it's like it's like a it's like a four foot square, um, and there's just like there's a table that's set up on one wall with a computer on it with a with a like a money counting like a, cal- a money calculator and like the the cash box to the left and then immediately behind that computer is just a big cork board with the the schedule and relevant notices for the manager and all of their employees and like insurance policy stuff okay um i'm going to um are there any cameras in here uh there is one camera that is pointed like at the manager's office yes Okay, um, then I want to uh, find the the video feed in here and disable it. And take it's that it. camera in front of you, or it, it's that 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 computer in front of you. <laughs> okay, um, I will. Hmm. Still logged um, in. <laughs> okay, can I get in and just uh, turn off the cameras and delete the any kind of recorded footage? Yeah, it it, it was on live. It wasn't on record. So, and okay. easy enough to turn them off. And I want to double check and find, um, uh, check the the shift list and find somebody, uh, male and sort of middle aged, who was on shift today at lunch. Uh, yeah, yeah, you 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 find a, uh, yeah, you you find this. Uh, uh, it's mostly just names and and uh, and ages, but you find someone uh, listed as um, forty-one. Uh, Jeremy Robertson is listed as on shift right now. So, okay, great. Um, and I just sent you a whisper, and then that'll probably take me a little while. So that's what I'm doing while everybody's up to other stuff outside. Yeah, cool. So, what is everyone else uh, and? Yeah, so that, that'll probably finish up right as um, your uh, werewolf friend is arriving. So, Eamon walks into the subway because you know there's a subway. There is a subway, yes. <clears throat> Hello? Anyone inside? No response. He'll go in the back and start making sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> you, step, you step into the back. Did all of the foods arranged for you? What are you looking for? Are you bringing that back? <laughs> you say that as if there's only one sandwich being made. We just had pizza and donuts, you monster. <laughs> that was like 20 minutes ago, dude. Like half of the people on this call will get, but. <laughs> there is always room for Subway. I just, I feel like this is a legitimate Florida man story at this point. <laughs> Florida man, yeah, you I mean, distraction of immolation. Really the, the, there was a disaster, immediately start looting <laughs> the philosophy of life, which I guess is pretty hunter. Yeah. It, it, it's, so? also, it's also like nice, low-key, polite looting because you're just making a sandwich. So what what sandwiches are you making? Um... Well, all of them are obviously footlongs on whatever bread uh, is easily accessible. I mean, they have like a giant freezer full right. of the different kinds of yeah, bread. Right. So, so you got, just, you got it, you, I just whip yeah. the whip like four or five rolls out, slice them like open. Italian herbs and cheese, white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he'd be going Italian, Italian herbs and cheese, uh, and then uh, whole wheat in that order. Okay. Um, everything is just cold meats and cheeses. There are no vegetables or sauces on any of these. 
You're an absolute monster. Yes, I am. I'm not done yet, though. I mean, no, no. Gross. I want you to take as much time as you possibly can <laughs> describe this because this is the greatest moment of any game we've ever. So, played. so, so, so there's there's a series of of cold cuts. Um, okay. Like the spice meats go on one. Um, the then you've got like the turkey ham combo. Uh, provolone and pepper jack are the primary cheeses that he uses, and then he gets is, down to the vegetables side. Is there at least one meatball marinara? If he can find the meatballs, the meatballs and the marinara yeah. are in like a silver tub okay, right, right on right, the yeah. side. He'll pop that lid, look over his shoulder, find something that's Tupperware, and just scoop the entire thing into it. Yes. <laughs> Move down to the vegetables. Skip over the vegetables. Get to the sauces. Find a bag and just put all the bottles of sauces in. What the point of sale? Is that like logged in or anything? Yeah, like I said, it was in the middle of a work day and everyone fled. Okay. So yes, everything's still so logged in. So he's got three cold. He's got like five cold sandwiches, a Tupperware full of meatballs and marinara, a, a shopping bag full of sauces and condiments, and then he just looks for the cash out button. <laughs> <laughs> Click ching. <laughs> He'll just clean out the bills, leave the change. <laughs> Amazing. I want to reference the thing the storyteller said at the beginning of the episode because it's really comedic here. <laughs> they did as best they could in the situation. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to do it better. <laughs> This might not end up being part of the report, shall we say. <laughs> Goes this week's episode right. of Terminus Tendency brought to you by Subway. I'm sure there's a plan or something, but... Right. And then, um, look around. And then he just... Okay, so he's got those. He loads everything into bags, hooks them over his wrists so that his hands are still free, just grabs the entire case of cookies and walks back out of the store. You didn't toast any of those sandwiches, did didn't you? Didn't toast monster? any of them. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> They might need to keep for a little while. And so cold ingredients don't make the bread soggy. Hmm? <laughs> As Jack, not Jack, Eamon, uh, this would be a Jack thing, this too, would let's be, be honest. <laughs> uh, As As Eamon walks out of the subway laden with food. Does anyone else have anything they were doing in the 15 minutes before the werewolf gets here? I mean... This may just be a role that I make when we go to potential cover-up situation. I was doing some research on, like, what kind of fire might be hot enough to quickly incinerate a body, you know, might be able to melt asphalt. Uh, go ahead and make that role, and that'll help uh, when we're doing the cover-up. It'll might, it might benefit the, the role of feeding the story. Okay, uh, that would be a what role? Uh, intelligence and computers. Really? Okay. Sure. I, what are you intending to do research with other than your phone? The computer. I, I, <laughs> I was thinking like investigation or science, but um, fine if computers is what you I would say you could probably also go for. I would say if you if you if you want to go with science, you can go with science. I'm gonna go with science because that's an extra dot. Also, I'm spending a willpower because. I don't trust my dice to do well, even when I have a lot of them. 
Well, Good thing you didn't. Two, two successes. On Good to know. Ten dice. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just like New World and its inability to modulate your difficulty with your superpowers. <laughs> but so. But you did get successes, so that will have an impact when it comes to the when it comes time to plant the story. Um, but uh, and so as the fifteen minutes pass, um, eventually, a uh, you start to hear um, loud music uh, beginning to play as a vehicle begins to approach. <laughs> Please tell me it's Nina's album. One of Nina's albums. <laughs> you know what? Let me make a roll. Yes. Yes. <laughs> has exactly one album so far. Okay. It's your album. That work on the second one. Yeah. It's your album. And it's called Devil's Left Hand. That makes sense for this for this particular person. <laughs> Come on, Aaron. What did you think it was going to be called? <laughs> I don't care. Like, my character certainly has feelings about working with, with the unashamed Satanist. Um, as as this this large black pickup truck. Um, begins to pull into the area, and you can you can see um, decaled across the back glass of the pickup truck um, is the the large stylized letters "Howl at the Moon" with the uh, with the outline of a wolf uh, with with head in full rear on the on the back glass. Um, I subtle. like this one. She's subtle. Hmm. Um. <laughs> and as the, the the truck parks and turns off uh and the door swings open and stepping out <sighs> if i say the words goth country does an aesthetic spring to mind yeah god yes <clears throat> country goth is totally a thing this is what this is the person that steps out of the uh <laughs> <laughs> that steps out of the truck. Um, she's she's wearing like a like perf like appropriately sized, if a little bit large at, at, on in torso length, uh, like black leather bike jacket um, with a like the um, uh, the like the the forearm and hand gloves that have no fingers that I can't remember the name of. Um, and she's got this sort of like, um, plain, uh, dark, like almost bluish black, uh, pants with these high black, uh, boots. Uh, her hair is brown with dark streaks, uh, and, um, I just like a couple of braids on the right side, um, black lipstick, uh, dark eyeshadow. Um, and the, um, the, the belt is stylized with the, uh, the, with the face of a wolf. Um, 
and she steps out and sort of walks around the front of the truck with that that southern swagger that is I own this area um and she kind of like uh looks down at the pile of ash and looks up with the group of you evening so exactly how Stevie Nicks is this woman she looks like a witch okay (laughs) (laughs) so pretty Stevie Nicks Paul Paul comes out of the um, the Italian place uh, and is wearing a. Did you name it, the Italian place? Uh, no, I didn't. If you want okay. to give it a name, I don't care. Sure. Paul comes out of the calzone zone. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, is wearing a um, like like still his khaki slacks, but is now wearing a um, uh, a, a red T-shirt. And over that, a black apron that says Calzone Zone and a, and a uh, ball cap that says Calzone Zone. Um, <laughs> rest of his stuff rolled up under his arm. And he comes out when he hears the, the truck arrive. Sandwiches! Um, okay. So this person arrives and says, Evening. And somebody just goes, Sandwiches! <laughs> Um, Paul Paul will say I assume uh, you're here because of our mutual friends that'd be the case Um, well glad to have you here Um, as you can see we haven't touched anything and he looks over at Jack and he says (laughs) outside right right Uh, cookies for after she kind of raises an eyebrow at, at Eamon. Astrid's just going to grab a mouthful of cookies. Stop. The sky. Like your music. Thank you. You have good taste. Uh, well, let's find out what happened to this poor bastard. She says as she walks over to the pile of ash. I believe the I I, I believe the technical term is um uh, uh, uh torched all to hell. Don't he look it? And she she walks over to the the pile of ash and gets and uh, drops down to one knee and just presses a hand into the pile and sort of grabs one of the small fragments of bone and just kind of clutches it. And she closes her eyes and focuses for a second. And Eamon and Paul have a sense for the have a sense for the magical. um, Because both of you are the only ones who either A, work with magic or B, have the power that lets you see supernatural things. Uh, So both of you can just go ahead and make me uh, wits and composure. Okay. Cool. At a minus two because you're not using any of those powers right now. Okay. Uh, do, do I get anything from the uh, uh, eye of hubris? Uh, I will say the eye of hubris will reduce you to a minus one. Okay. Nope. Not a thing. Both got zeros. <laughs> There's something odd about what she's doing. You imagine it's probably some werewolf magic, but you know, 
and you see that there's there's this faint fluttering of the wind about her as it seems to pick up for just a second and just localized to her as it just seems to flutter her hair in the in the wind as she closes her eyes and focuses and she kind of looks down at the pile of ash after a, after a moment now well, your spirit rests with Gaia brother cuz uh, that's not a good way to go um, Paul will say, um, do I understand then that you, uh, you were able to see something of, uh, of their last moments? Yeah, that's something in my job. I'm the spirit speaker for the local werewolves. Spirit speaker for the local Um, and, um, anything you'd care to share? I mean, we got here for sort of the tail end of the, of the show, but, uh, no wow. idea of what kicked it off. Well, wrestles the worm here, kind of uh, got himself into a fight that he couldn't suplex down into the dirt. Is that is that a name? I feel like that's a name we heard with Jack's pack. Is that right? Uh, that is not a name that you have heard. That is a name that Jack and I have talked about. <laughs> yeah, that has appeared on Slack a few times as okay. the go-to martial wolf name. Right. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. That must be what I was thinking of. Anytime okay. you need like a Bruce Lee werewolf or a Hulk Hogan werewolf or a, yeah. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't right. one of the... <laughs> We're always like, oh yeah, wrestles the worm. Yeah, you know, he's... Uh... I mean, need a still- Hulk werewolf you just give them a sex tape and then fork unfortunate level of racism I mean I feel like that is a thing in werewolf overall many of them unfortunate level of racism is on the resume you're not wrong you also give you also make a horrible mistake and give them creative control over their own character (laughs) (laughs) all the other werewolves Eamon got two successes on a dexterity and larceny can I say that uh, Paul has a sandwich in his pocket now Paul, make me a wits and composure. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Can I add my professional training? <laughs> no, because you're completely off guard and not expecting this. That's fair. I have two successes. I want both of you to roll me a d10 because this is hilarious. Okay. This, this is going to be our roll off. Seven. You have a sandwich in your pocket, Paul. Okay. All right. Paul does not notice it for now. It's a turkey and provolone on white. Okay. Or Italian, sorry. I think if anything, you're adding to the to the authenticity of my of my disguise. Um, <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, so um, and then, but coming back to uh, um, did she give us her name? No, she didn't. Okay. Not yet. Um, and Paul says, um, so was it um, uh, looks like a human fella but on fire? Is that uh, pretty much what you're picking up there? Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. I'm Paul Phillips. Uh, she kind of stares at you for a second as if she's looking through you and kind of 
seems to focus on something else. Sorry, what? Um, no, yeah, um, something like that. Um, he sort of uh, ran into someone that seemed a little strange. And uh, when he went to go and investigate, they uh, decided it was time to light up and uh, start a barbecue, as it were. Um, uh, sorry, my name's Jessica Rose. Oh, Miss Rose, um, sorry to meet you under these circumstances, but um, uh, as, uh, as Mr. Cross may have filled you in, um, although there doesn't seem to be anyone around now on account of the fire and the uh, giant werewolf, um, it seems like quite a number of people did see the initial confrontation. Is there anything um, that you all could, uh, could suggest to help us uh, deal with that? Uh, I'm sure you don't have any more interest in having the general public find out about what happened uh, than we do. Keeping the veil is an important thing for us, yeah, but there's only so much that we can do on that end, just by the amount of influence that we wield, but we'll see what we can help with. Um, we can probably, at the very least, delay the police response and hinder any investigations going on in that regard, because we've got a, at least a couple of our own in the force. That would be uh, certainly a help. Um, anything that we can be doing on our end to help out with that effort? Uh, if you want to handle the media, the uh, well, let's just say that our folk aren't exactly social media types, so... Sure. Um, the the story that we've uh, we've discussed is that it was uh, self-immolation. Um, uh, someone who seemed terribly upset um, and was wearing a uh, one of those fuzzy outfits. You know, the number of times that a guru has had to cover up their presence with the idea of a fursuit would normally surprise me. But at this point, nothing surprises me anymore. I'm surprised it works. I mean, ask your random civilian if werewolves are real, and then ask them if they would sooner believe that there was a werewolf there or a person in a fursuit that was really expensive. I'm just saying, I've seen, I, 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 I've seen what, what, what y'all look like when you're in that form and I've seen furries not comparable but what it just confirms my lack of faith in, in, in mankind so it's fine I, would, I wouldn't put it too much down to the lack of faith in mankind there's a bit of a genetic legacy in regards to that the delirium tends to make it easier speaking of genetic legacies you strike me as a Spicy Italian on whole wheat sort of lass. Here you are. He takes the sandwich and just kind of looks down at it. There's double well, meat on this one. Hmm. Well, I thank you. Sauce is over there on the uh, back of the church van. Hmm. <laughs> she walks over. The she... least subtle hunters ever. She, I'm she... including the fucking Winchesters in that. <laughs> she 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 gives you she gives you a sort of a sidelong glance and a wink, and then walks over and grabs like a little bit of um, 
like a just a couple of the sauces and puts it on the sandwich and then heads back over to the truck and kind of grabs a um a small wooden box out of the uh out of the side out of the side door um walks over to the pile of ash and sets it on the ground and opens it and as she opens it the wind picks up again and the ashes and bone are picked up on the wind and just kind of float themselves into the box at which point once all once all the remains are in the box she shuts it and latches it um can i try to see if i can pick it does she do anything uh, to make that happen or is the wind still sort of active from before uh roll me uh wits in a cult okay one success it's definitely not something that is inherent to the box but you didn't see her do anything herself okay it, it may have been a lingering effect or something else entirely okay um once she's finished paul doesn't want to interrupt in the middle of it once she's finished um paul will say um miss rose before you go out um if you wouldn't mind um let me just grab my phone and amen god damn it um hey top lad you're starting to look a little peaky he pulls the sandwich out shifts it to his other hand and then pulls his (laughs) his phone from deeper in the pocket with the sandwich (laughs) and um um will will say um Sorry, um, if you wouldn't mind um, my getting your number in case we need to follow up. I think if you need to contact me, you can find me through Jack. Fair enough. Um, and then he said, anything else we, uh, we need to do here to make sure that uh, um, the people who saw things don't uh, don't catch wind or do you think just a uh, uh, spinning a story to the media will do all of it fortunately well you got a couple dozen if what my if the what the, if what my visions have told me is correct you got a couple dozen people who saw what was going on and while that's more than I would like that's still not enough to make people see it as anything more than just a group hysteria caught on by someone setting themselves on fire. So I don't think you have to worry about anyone seriously believing that you got werewolves on your hands. All right, fair enough. Well, be careful out there because uh so long as you so long as you handle the media well, that is. Sure. Um but be careful because this thing um whoever this this burning person is he's looking for for people like you so i noticed he was he was following russell's the worm which is part of why he got suspicious what did he look like before he burst into flame looked like a burn victim apparently he was mostly wrapped up but it definitely looked like someone who burnt to death all right. Well, should be someone who's relatively obvious in a crowd, I would hope. Bandages and the like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Claude Rains and the fucking Invisible Man. Reference. 
I was uh, I was gonna go with um, uh, the one who wasn't Sean Archer in in Face Off. But I was yeah. I, I was gonna go with more the main character of the the Skillet music video Monster. But that's just me. Not a bad choice. But anyway, hopefully y'all folks will be able to handle this situation just fine with our with a little bit of our help. Uh, we'll do what we can on the police end, and uh, hopefully y'all folks can handle the media. Certainly try. Um, I'm not wearing this because I think it uh, it suits me. All right. Well, uh, y'all have a nice rest of your day, she says as she heads back to her truck. All right. Uh, will do. You too. Um, and again, um, our condolences to you and to, uh, to Mr. Cross. I'll be honest with you. He was a get offender. He was kind of an asshole. Well, then... Glad he's gone. He was still he was not far. Still a warrior guy. <laughs> and I, I put out a hand out. Put a hand out. Don't go that far, dude. Um. And uh, uh, Paul says, if we find out any more, um, we'll certainly let you know. Um, as this sort of a uh, revengeful uh, Gaia sort of thing. Sure, we'll call it that. All right. Um, well, we'll be in touch if we find out, and uh, I hope that uh, you all do the same. All right. Hopefully, y'all can walk with Gaia's favor. And also with you. You know, that works with just about everything. I'm not just... All right, and she gets into her truck, starts it up. <laughs> Music picks up again. Okay. Um, Catch all of that, Drew. Nina just pats Paul's shoulders like, yeah, you're smooth. Yeah, uh, have I mentioned that, like, when I'm not doing this, um, I make my money in journalism? Like, not well. I'm not good good at it, but... Um... You have some connections, then, we could use to hair and tone? Connections is a stretch in town, more of a stretch, but I mean, something. I, I don't really write for anywhere locally because I don't live anywhere. Um, figure. Fair play then. Paul, Paul says, uh, it, that, that, um, well, if you if if you have an idea um, to reach out to, because otherwise I think we're probably going to have some incoming. Um, maybe if the rest of you want to. No, but uh, I am doing research on the furry community, and trust me, you don't want to look at my laptop right now. That's probably very true. Um, like, okay, so yeah, I I might be able to help spin something. Maybe he's if. There's that dissonance. Uh, this guy is really annoyed at 
failures of realism in the community <laughs> to the extent that he wants to set himself on fire holy fuck <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's something I that probably we can work with. Um, let me let me suggest this. Um, do we hear sirens or anything yet? I mean, I know that that Cross said he he could delay some people, but not Rose. not at the moment. Um, you don't well, know how long that'll last, but um well paul will say well so two options um i think at least most of us if not all of us should probably leave the scene then but um if we want to get people started on the right path um maybe the rest of you go back or stay here and um just pretend i duck back into the into the restaurant and can give a statement um You don't think that they're going to want to follow up with the only witness that's still on the scene? Well, they certainly could. Um, I've got a name and address to give them. I don't think it's a good idea, but it's your call. I think that what potentially works best for us is for them to have nothing to go on that's at all suspicious. Nothing to go on that's weird easy explanations to grab. How, so, then, but how are they going to get those explanations if we all leave? I mean... They come out to the site, there's no one here. They're going to start tracking down eyewitnesses um, uh, who are going to tell them who knows what. Um, we have a specific story we want to put into place, and uh, apparently the werewolves are, are in favour of us uh, giving a story to the press. I'm not saying, of course, we should so do the press, yeah, I think press is different. Press is very different. Um, and, and that was my point, is I can, like, I'm not good at this, but I do do it. I can potentially point us in the right directions to be offering the press explanations or even offering the press stories. Oh, fair enough. Well, then in that but case, why don't we clear out before they handle we the police. Like, Let's not give a statement to the police that's going to make some um, officer who wants to make his career go, oh, holy shit, this is weird, because I'm not about to invite someone into the conspiracies because he wants to make, make an interesting case. Wouldn't the same apply to a journalist who is dogged enough to pursue it, though? are easier to discredit than police officers. Less coordinated, too. Fair. Less resources, less coordinated. All right. Well, in that case... Hopefully they probably have more interesting things to chase if they're a journalist. All right. In that case, um, Eamon, why don't you shift your sack of sandwiches and let's get on the road. Astrid, like, grabs a couple sandwiches. <laughs> Eamon just slams the door shut on the back of the church van. And everything's already inside there, so we should be good. Having lifted the entire contents of the subway. Your bike is actually in... Except the vegetables. Right. So... This is this is where I'm going to uh, go ahead and do some mechanical shortcutting for how you intend to cover up the story. 
Um, so, first off, I will need a volunteer to handle the attempt to... Uh, so, someone's already gotten a little bit of information, so this will be um, a little bit easier. Someone's going to need to try and construct the story. And so, first, someone, someone has to build a consistent enough story that it can be given to someone. Um, so, who's going to try and fabricate pieces of evidence, corroborate, build false leads, and just generally make the story believable before it is given off to someone. I will use my massive levels of expression for that. Okay. So yeah, you can you can go ahead and make me a manipulation and expression, or you can attempt to use your status and resources or contacts, whichever, um, to make this roll. No, no, the expression definitely better. Um, okay. Why? No. Accidental attack roll. I, 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 I did four damage with my story. <laughs> <laughs> also, why can I not roll that well when I'm actually trying, to, trying to shoot someone? Yeah. Well, you probably, you probably could, notes. but you, you get deep penalties because they wear armor. I mean, to be fair, that was for shooting... I can't remember who, but it was one of you. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember who, but it was one of you. I think it was Sean coming in unannounced. Yep, yep, that's it. That's correct. <laughs> Fucking die, motherfucker. Of course not. Ouch. <laughs> Come on. I was going to ask if you want to spend a willpower on that. I don't have any left. That's fair. Because we don't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> they do like 7,000 things a day. That's why I have full willpower. Um, this, okay. would be, this would be expression. Yeah. Um, Someone just made Actually, it, so. correction. Um, roll that again because I forgot to add, I forgot to tell you this. Go ahead and add an extra. Roll it again and add an extra two dice because I forgot to add um, the research that. Uh, Drew That's did. That's much better. That yeah. is much better. Hmm. Good. Um, so the... Uh, yeah, so you, you managed to piece together. You, you managed to fabricate the evidence that you need uh, and sort of create the corroborating situations that will help make this story believable when handed over to press and potentially police sources if need be. Um, the second one is I'm going to need someone to set up the net, the requisite meetings. Uh, the person who's going to be, this is going to be, um, again, either status and contacts or, um, it will be, or, or manipulation, socialize and contacts, uh, to set up proper channels and meetings with the, um, with the right sources to get this story spread. And the last step is going to be the delivery. That's, that's not one I can do. Yeah, I don't have any contacts in this city. I, I have a few contacts. 
Manipulation, socializing, contacts. I do not have any contacts. Well, so it's an or. So did someone have either manipulation and socializing or manipulation and contacts? It will be all three to add together for the one roll. Manipulation, socialize, and contacts. Uh, or if you don't have any of that, one of you can attempt to use your, to, can call in your, 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 your organization and use your status and contacts or resources, whichever one you want. Oh, uh, that I could do. I have, I have conspiracy. Well, I, okay. My dipole would be five for the first one and six for the second one. I have three resources. And three I resources. mean, I'm assuming this is somebody else, but I also have a piece. Uh, I have a lot of resources. Save that for whatever isn't working. Just let me know when we need to stab a journalist. Uh, cameras might need to get reset real quick because Aaron's camera just dropped for some reason. Nope. <sighs> Alrighty. Uh, my dice pool would also be five for that. So, if you guys want to figure out who's going to try, go. who's going to who who is going to attempt that? I mean, it, it, I don't certainly don't have a problem with, with uh, Nina doing two in a row. I mean, this seems like sort of your okay your focal yeah. point. I will go ahead and give it a go. Um, so it's manipulation, socialize, and then plus two for contact, because I have contacts in two. That's not terrible. I will take that. Two successes, yeah. So yeah, that, that, that should ensure that your story will... You've, you've got a decent story, so that should make sure that it spreads quickly enough that it should right. it should circulate within a decent time now is the is the sales pitch is the actual presentation of the story and making the people listening to it buy it and believe it um this one can be approached in a number of ways um because the interview the interview could be a simple factual recording. It could be attempting to sell the sensationalism of it. It could be the emotional buy-in. So whoever would like to make the attempt can offer me what role they would like if they if they can if they can give me a decent enough explanation. Um I would I would suggest Paul might be able to do this. Um, he has the outfit from the pizza place. He has the identity of somebody who works at the pizza place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would say, I, I would assume manipulation. Um, and then persuasion. Subterfuge. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I think. My only thing I could pitch is intelligence and my doubts of journalist because I do technically have the career. Yeah. So if you want, if you want to approach this from the professional standpoint of the journalist, you could definitely make the intelligence, and that would probably be uh, intelligence and politics plus your journalism dots. Um, or I'd like you... to make a case for Eamon. Okay, so I will I will put that off and say someone else should do it then. Dexterity yeah. and weaponry allows me to make a disarm maneuver, and if I can disarm <laughs> them, they might be more accepting of our story because <laughs> I'm a disarming person. 
No, just kidding. Put that down as Amon's Amon's <laughs> offer on the table. <laughs> um, so, so, so the uh, Drew's Drew's potential offer would be the attempt to approach it from the professional standpoint. Um, uh, Paul's potential approach would be with the 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 performance as a potential acting as a witness. Yeah, I, and I would suggest I could I, I have a fast talking specialization that I could use, and I would ask maybe if i could use my professional training uh, as well because of having stolen the outfit and trying to pass myself off as somebody else's identity i would say you'd be able to apply half of that not the full professional training but okay. half of your dots that's still uh, that's still uh nine di- nine dice altogether with yeah. my specialization i don't have any doubts of politics so you're definitely better than me um scare me holly Anyone else have any potential uh, options? to go start. Nina, uh, ha, ha, have, ha, having put it together and, and sort of spread out, is now going to go drink heavily <laughs> until she can't stand up. Yeah, I'd be taking like Eamon's method. <laughs> All right. So, it, sound, so okay. it sounds like... And actually, the two of you would actually both be able to make a roll on this, both Drew and Paul, if you want to both make that roll. Um, I would say, if you don't have any dots in politics, I would say investigation would also work. All right. Investigation and intelligence. Can I use my journalism dots or not? Yes. I think that actually works well. Uh, if, if Paul is the one making a false witness statement and Drew is the one helping spread it, if they work together, that, that seems I'm like that. I'm spending a willpower on this. Uh, As am I. <laughs> All right, both of you make that roll for me. Willpower gets plus three? Yep. Plus three dice, yes. Okay, and and then so I'm going to be getting an additional two from half of my... <laughs> Finally, something! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. And you'll be getting yeah, an extra two from, from half of your from half of your dots and one from fast talk and then three from the willpower yeah so, so. an extra six dice total okay. <laughs> nuts nine nice <laughs> holy right, shit so with, look at those tens with, with that much additional success do we successfully cover up the sandwich shop robbery in the meantime yes oh, god yeah. damn it with your with with your 15 total successes on the selling of this story <laughs> Um, it was terrible. I was there serving calzones like I do, and I saw this guy in a big suit, looked like a big werewolf with a zipper on the back, and he come up and he walked into the subway and came out complaining about lack of reality in the or lack of realism in the community, and then he done lit himself on fire. This story goes viral. <laughs> it is at the f- That's the opposite of what we wanted to have. Happen. We wanted to go viral as a silly story yeah, that it, everyone has yeah. written. This yeah. it, it is it is on the front of news of the weird, not like news of supernatural, but this is something like Florida man. Like this is Florida man level news, and it has become sort of like comedic centerpiece. Which um, is exactly this is, what we wanted to, to completely. Yeah, fair enough, I'm just going to talk about this. No one will take them seriously. Paul, uh, fair pa- enough. Pa- I'm just Paul now point. has himself auto-tuned on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I am simply going to point out the 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 Men in Black movies and where 
the people that 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 deal with such things tend to go when they're looking for serious news. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. We're the people that deal with yeah, it. I'm gonna say you're you are the you are the men in black. In the werewolf community, the us community, or even the vampires, honestly. First of all, not that Nina necessarily knows this, but no. We are categorically, canonically, not the world of darkness, men in black. That's the men in black. Right. (laughs) (laughs) They're a real thing. And they're scary as fuck. Okay, shut up, Cannon. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, so... This this story becomes very much the latest round of mimetic comedy stupid news. Excellent. which will last in people's heads for about a month and then die away, which is probably exactly what you're looking for. And so while that while that's being set, you guys have a couple have a few days of downtime um, at which you will be able to restore most of your willpower. I will say, go ahead, everyone who doesn't have all of it can fill their willpower back up. God. <laughs> Um, can we use that time to also start doing research yes so I was going to ask what do you guys intend to do with your downtime this is anything that is more mundane stuff that takes a long time stuff that would be not necessarily stuff that needs to have the entire group stuff that you need to get done in the background like crafting weapons or ammunition doing research finding stuff like that um Um, yeah actually jack thank you jack jack reminded me of a scene i wanted to do with jack when we have some downtime so aemon aemon specifically first though would be prioritizing that benediction he wanted to research yes um Roll me. Your dots and benedictions plus one, no, plus two for your faith virtue. Okay. Let me get something that is that number of dice. You can just make it a simple roll if you want to. Oh, that's right. Dare. Plus two for faith, you said? Yes. Three successes. Nice. Um, so having spent the requisite the requisite experience points, mm-hmm. you would be able to pick up that that benediction over the course of the over the course of the downtime. Nice. Alright. That's everything that he needed to do that didn't involve other people. <laughs> Alright, so so top down, uh Nina, did you have anything that you needed to do over this downtime? Uh Nina for this period of time more or less vanishes. Um she will either she will either be down in her studio or out somewhere at a bar or something like that. She's okay. completely like isolating herself from everybody else. Okay. I mean, vaguely self-destructive. Just vaguely. I mean, not like hardcore, not like 
you know, not passed out drunk in a ditch. I mean, that's this is the world of darkness. That's vaguely self-destruct. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, Jack, you got your benediction. Anything yep. else you need to do over the downtime? Just the thing with Paul. Hmm. Okay. So we'll handle that in a minute. Um, Holly, anything that you need to do over the course of downtime? Uh, yeah, Astrid wants to um, grab that file that um, Sean had on Jonas, and she wants to do some investigating on his disappearance. I mean, you know where he disappeared. You were there. Well, yes, but she wants to do some investigating to try to see if she can find out where he is. Okay, so we'll, we'll handle that in a minute as well. Um, so, Craig, anything you need to do other than that conversation over the downtime? Um, I think I think just sort of in general, uh, Colleen is kind of laying low. Yeah, at the, at, at, at the place. I think in general, um, he will probably stay there. Um, just make sure that that uh, that she is doing okay. There's been a lot of really crazy stuff going on, and while I know that that is a relative thing for someone with her upbringing, um, I just make sure that she's you know I don't want to say distracted. Ah, we lost Craig. That's camera. It's <laughs> a mid sentence. <laughs> Ah, uh, darn it, Zoom. Okay, well, while he's coming back, uh, Aaron, anything that you needed to do over the course of that downtime? Um, so I know you said things you're doing individually, but helping finish establish that hand wave base, like get that squared away completely. Okay. Um, and Drew is probably every time someone goes looking for him asleep, <laughs> um, which I think William can, yeah. Spending a decent amount of time trying to see if you can get any notable visions. Not, Sorry about not that. necessarily even trying for anything notable, just like lonely. Just reflecting and yeah, sort of living like, vicariously through memories. Is of things that aren't necessarily important, but like that's yeah. Connecting, connecting with someone just ever so faintly as much as possible yeah so craig you, people, time to display your damage <laughs> so craig what were you in the middle of saying when you cut out yes i apologize for that um i think it just it, there's been so much stuff going on um uh paul is it is i think in addition to what we're going to be doing with with uh Eamon, is kind of trying to let Colleen have a normal couple of days, which is maybe a new experience for her. Hmm. Um, just maybe he's he, he she, she's what about sixteen? Yeah. So he's like his his frame of reference for what kids are into is probably like four or five years a little younger than what she is. So he's probably coming up with stuff that is maybe a little a little young for her but is still making references and just trying to give her things that she can do that aren't horrible and don't involve having to drug herself so that evil owls don't come and get her. Want to go to the zoo? Atlanta Zoo's not bad. Yeah, actually. No, but it's the stereotypical (laughs) thing that, like, distant parents get age range wrong for. Well, I think, I, I mean, I mean, it might be that kind of thing, but I think it's also like, um, 
like he gets her like the dark materials trilogy or something you know which is something that i would imagine his daughter is super into right now (laughs) or or um Oh, we have a switch now. So he he proceeds to be like dad level bad at Mario Kart with her. You know, things like that. <laughs> nice. So, aside from those aside from those things, we have a conversation that used to happen between Eamon and Paul, so we'll start with that. Um where where is Eamon when he's working on the benediction? Uh he's he's alternatively at our Lady of Lords, and then down in the warehouse, like the warehouse, warehouse part of of Nina's place. Okay, studio part. I yeah. think when mm-hmm. he's in the yeah. warehouse, uh, yeah. Paul will come down and knock on the door. Hey, come on in. Sound of music in the background. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and Eamon's just sitting there. He's probably got four or five books open, and he's just furiously making notes on a legal pad as he's referencing them back and forth. Um, uh, Paul comes in and says, um, I haven't I've got to say, this is, uh, this is a new side to you. Has it? Well, I haven't had much call for researching the powers of the almighty, but there's there's a couple of things. There's a couple of stories that. Uh... Sorry, what's up? No, no, no. That's great. Um, I'll just if you uh, if you get to the point where you want to uh, take a break, maybe uh, stretch your legs uh, a little bit. Um... Oh, yeah, I could. Well, you remember when Start we were out stacking there? Stacking them up. <laughs> you remember when we were out there at the uh, at, at the country club, um, and I had a. a, a, a Fell a fall out of a uh, flaming window, practically right into my lap. Um, <laughs> I, I still, I still wasn't able to uh, uh, to get my knife into him. So, um, all right, th- things seem like they're going to be getting um, worse before they get better. So, um, if you've got some spare minutes, it's been a long time since I've done any field training, and I wouldn't mind a few pointers. Right. Uh sure, yeah, no, we can uh, uh what you got with you that you'll be using. Um Paul thinks for a minute, he says, Well, um let's I guess stick with knife training. Um Colleen sort of ate my old one, but I do have this new one. Right. Um uh, maybe that's not the one I should use in uh, in combat, but uh Is it the blood um, letter, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. He's like, but maybe if you've got something, or maybe we should just use uh, something a little bit duller. Like I said, it's been uh, it's been years since I've I've had to practice anything hand to hand. That's fair. No, uh, starting off with something that's uh, <laughs> not going to draw too much blood. If you do make contact, is probably a smarter idea. Uh, and he'll look around just like for a broomstick or something that he can snap off to get something vaguely knife length. Okay. Um, you find something. Okay. Right, so you got your, you know, foregrip, reverse grip, that sort of thing. Alright. And, well, yeah, just to 
come on at me, show me what you got. Alright, uh, here we go, and I'm gonna try to hit Eamon with the, with the broomstick. <laughs> the two of you are currently in cinematic mode, so I will let the two of you dictate how this was, how this is going to go, because this is essentially you attempting to be trained, I'm assuming, to take extra dots of weaponry. Yeah. Um, I, I, I will say uh, it's probably pretty obvious pretty quickly to um, uh, to Eamon that while Paul definitely has had some training with 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 using a knife. Um, he really seems to be going right now for more of just a kind of a straight stab when he's coming at Eamon. Okay. Um, and probably relatively easy. Um, if you want to use stats to inform it a little bit, uh, Paul currently has three dots in weaponry. Okay. Uh, which I which is I'm sure less than what Eamon has. Only one less. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, but he, um, so I think he tries that for a while, and I would assume it, it really is not getting much through on on Eamon. Eamon will be basically dodging the entire time, talking about how you know when you're fighting. If you're on the defensive, distance is your greatest ally. Uh, you know, getting out of the way, trying to figure out, you know, look if it's if it's coming at you in a straight line, get out of the line, um, okay. that sort of thing. And when you know, and and as that goes, eventually pulling out his part of the broomstick, which is fully twice as long as mm -hmm. uh, Paul's. And, you know, mentioning, you know, the, the whoever has the better reach is at somewhat of an advantage. Obviously, the best thing to do when you get into a knife fight is run the fuck away. Um, you know, right. and but but if it does come down to the point where you have to stand and hold um, and then he starts showing Paul specifically how to disarm as well. Um, okay. and, and interacting with that as as best he can. Okay, and, and and I think after they train that way for a little mm -hmm. while, Paul will also say, um, um, "I now I know you're the one that's got the uh, the claymore and so forth, but um, I hear what you're saying regarding um, having a little bit more reach." And he'll look around and see if maybe there's a non-broken broom handle that he can unscrew from mm -hmm. the end of a push broom or something. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then use that and sort of hold that at the end. So now he's got about a five foot right. mm -hmm. pole that he's holding. Um, and then we'll try just, he says, just sort of as an exercise, if you don't mind my seeing how it looks from the other side. Um, and as, as long as Eamon's okay with that, we'll start sparring with that, with that yeah. long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And okay. Eamon's fine with that. Um, he's also going to, because he's assuming that Paul is literally blind in that one eye, he's going to be trying to take advantage of that as much as he can as well. Attacking yeah. from the blind side, you know, and, and showing, you know, basically trying to, especially now that Paul has the advantage on reach, using those advantages that, that he has to try and close and make the occasional tag. And if that's if Paul picks up on that, he'll actually encourage that because mm -hmm. it'll yeah. help him help him overcome that. And and he yeah, I mean, he he just he literally doesn't have an eye. Right. He, mm -hmm. he has a, uh, you know, weird magical thing stuck into the socket that he right. lost. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so he is blind on that one side. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that's going to be your main problem when it comes to the, you know, the, the hand to hand is that somebody can come up on you without you necessarily even knowing it. You're going to have to keep your head on a swivel. Make sure you keep your situational awareness really, really in hand. 
Sure. I appreciate it. And, and like you said, if, uh, if, you, if you can take advantage of distance, do that. So. I, I'd say best best advice I could give you is, you know, if you're going to be on the front lines with me, I'll try and keep you to keep myself on your blind side so I can uh, cover you on that. I appreciate it. Um, anything I can do other than just stay out of your way? That's what come with practice. Get uh, get a little bit in in the rhythm, understanding how it is to to fight with somebody at your side. I get the idea that you're uh, you tend to be a little more of a solo artist most of the time that you're out. Yeah, I, I also not uh, not sort of big running combats. Um, you can imagine uh, procuring most of these artifacts as sort of uh, sort as of you a soft, say, soft touch solo kind of thing. smash and grab jobs. Yeah, that's right. All right, well. You're carrying yourself fairly well. Whoever trained you on on it didn't didn't skimp on the basics, and that's good. <coughs> well, glad to hear it, but um, certainly years of rust to knock off. So, I appreciate you uh, putting a little bit of a finer edge on things. Oh, hi. And that training will probably continue every now and then over the course of the downtime. Mm-hmm. Um. I think I think each time Paul comes down, he brings some sort of horrible sandwich and something to drink. Yep, sounds good. <laughs> uh, so, and then Astrid, you doing some investigation? Um, go ahead and just roll me wits and investigation real quick. Can I add a willpower to this? Sure. Let me get that off attack roll. You shoot the investigation. (laughs) (laughs) Investigation with a gun. Four successes. And that's some skewed dice. That was like, wow, literally six dice and got four successes versus other people who have been rolling with like 10 and getting two. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Astrid's just good at what she does. Apparently today Uh, she is. (laughs) So every lead that you are able to find dead ends at the same spot, which is in those sewers where Jonas disappeared. Um... All of the all of the contacts that you were able to find that had any sort of interaction with him all seem to lose track of him shortly before the night that he joined all of you for that hunt with the werewolves. Um, no one has seen any sign of him since. Um, the strangest thing is that his motorcycle has also disappeared um the 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 bike that is always with him is no longer anywhere that they that people normally tend to find it um so it's but he didn't disappear with his motorcycle so um that's an interesting situation to find that um, 
eventually, I'll say, um, somewhere near the end, the end uh, trail of this downtime, um, the uh, I'll say that you've probably brought. Um, Archer in on this as well because he was he he was Archer's mentor too, um, and the the two of you have probably been working together on trying to see what you can find um, him during the night, you during the day. Um, and uh, eventually, the. Um, Archer um, comes to you with the lead one night. Uh, hey, Ash. Hey, Archer. So, uh, asking around the groups of my people, one of the one of the Nosferatu um, said that she had a potential contact with someone. Uh, one of the uh, one of the spell slingers, one of the the mages, um, and it's supposedly supposedly there's an old oracle woman um, who likes to make her living doing the the gypsy thing, you know, palm reading the the thing that tourists love when they come by any sort of rural area that has gypsies and people like that wandering around. The stereotypical gypsy, I won't even say Romani because that's not what they are. Um but the this this woman um they supposedly she's able to find people um, and if you're able to talk to her on the right level which is to say on the supernatural level that mm, with the understanding that both of you are aware of the state of the world um, she might be able to cut a deal to actually put some real effort into finding someone Uh, I don't know what that's going to turn up with but she's usually um, active somewhere around social circle, uh, which is a bit of a drive, but it's... She, she tends to roam somewhere between social circle and Helen, so you've got a pretty wide range, but those are the two major areas. Um which, you know, tourist areas, like rural tourist areas, bike biker areas, you find stuff like that around there, but uh, supposedly the, um, the the name of the woman is um, uh, Madame Sarkova. Uh, and I'll go ahead and put that in chat for you. Okay, just about to ask how that was spelled. Thank you. Uh, and apparently, uh, she's she runs the she runs the full like caravan style um, 
approach to her business. She's got the very stylized um, caravan set up wherever she goes, so it shouldn't be too hard to find her if you can catch her in the right location. I know it's not a lot to go on asking a, you know, some witcher wizard in the middle of nowhere if they can use their magic to divine Jonas's presence, but that's about all we've got at this point. Yeah. Everything else is a dead end. If if it's the only lead we've got, then I've got to follow it. Uh, I've been asking Alexander if he saw anything that night, and the uh, thing that he notes is particularly unusual is that he specifically didn't see anything, which to understand his meaning, he's fairly perceptive. And that is a bit of an oddity that something, com- something as dramatic as a person disappearing completely evaded his senses. So my guess is whoever we're dealing with, if it was indeed a person that took him, isn't a slouch. So. Thank you for the information. Doing what I can. Um, Then she will try to do some investigating to figure out where this um, Madame Zerkova is. And it's not hard to find. She has a website. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That sort of has her travel route on. It looks like at the moment she's around Helen, Georgia. Which is, you know, it's a it's a decent ride. It's the northern end of Georgia, so it's it's a ways, but after that she'll probably go back to the group. So as the as the several days of downtime begin to come to a close, as you've all made an amount of progress and the, you're, you're fairly confident at this point that the story is circulating enough that you no longer need to lay low and keep attention off of you. So the possibility to resume uh, without too much hindrance has arisen. Um, as the group of you decide that it's about time to figure out what to do next. What are your intentions as the group of you gather? So still no information on where the colonel's gotten off to. In Nina will gather if she is gathered. Does anyone intend to gather in? Yeah. Agreed time. He's not meeting it at this point. I feel like if, like, it seems like everyone is together and we've 
checked all of the okay we're out of the red danger zone and back into the yellow danger zone right um yeah nina's presumably downstairs sometimes so most of the time will yeah your will hey knock knock on studio door realizes it soundproofed yep planning next moves if you're interested seems like we're all right i'll be up Yeah, and he's going to head upstairs. Out. And if she doesn't show up, then he doesn't. She will be. It'll just be take her about 10 minutes and a few shots. But yeah, she eventually gets up. Drew is taken to using Cout Rowley as a beanbag because the couch has abominable Satan cushions that cannot be, <laughs> be properly removed for long periods of time on it. I was very confused for a second because somehow in my head, beanbag, well, understandably, but beanbag became hacky sack. <laughs> no, I'm not kicking my demon dog. I'm not your grandchildren. <laughs> this in my head it was a very weird image of like so you've made the dog you've made Crowley force himself to be like super super light and there's just Drew's just like kick 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 and you just see this dog going boom 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 so, <laughs> so uh, several minutes pass and yeah. um, Nina eventually makes her way up to rejoin the group Stop. Are you feeling all right? I'm peachy. What's the plan? Well, let's see what we can put together. Okay. Um, I just realized I said I was going to do research and then didn't actually do any. So, I guess Paul doesn't have anything to contribute. Um, Unless I can retroactively do so. and werewolves are probably as updated as we want them to be, and neither of them have contacted us with additional information. Vampires, we're still looking for the carnal. Question. Mm-hmm. I'm pulling out my phone really quick and texting uh, um, uh, a shake. Are you still alive? Please text back. Um, this is just Jack not remembering as a player. Did we ever figure out what was getting pulled off of all those computers we looted from the colonels? That's a good question. Um, I know I did it. I was going to say, because I just don't remember if we ever got the result. It's going to finish tomorrow. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that that is a thing that would have come up over the course of the downtime as well. So I'll cover that in a second. Uh, Nina, like a half minute later, you get a text back that just says, no. (laughs) No fucking seriously. (laughs) Just me... Make me certain this isn't this isn't some some psycho serial killer with a phone they're not supposed to have. 
I'm fine. Okay. Nope. Uh, no, nothing new from the from 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 the fairy side. Eamon uh, gives I, an involuntary shudder. I have, I guess, the closest thing to a lead on Jonas's disappearance. Okay. Hmm? Um, Archer and I have been looking into it, and there, there are a lot of dead ends. But he found a woman who is an oracle and she may be able to figure out where he is or who took him. And so we're talking like some some lady with tea leaves? Are we talking like a fucking witch or what? I'm thinking more of the witch. So vague con- concern on that, like that might be fine for Archer, but um, a lot of those types don't really like our kind because um, because they're kind. fucking witches. <laughs> <laughs> you have the you have the the papal hunter in your group. <laughs> yeah, that that um, uh, this yeah uh, in general hunters. Yeah. Yes, but keeping it in mind. It's the only thing I have to go on right now. So I intend to follow it. Amen, staying behind for this particular. particular. Fuck no, I can keep myself in in hand for five minutes while we get the information we need from the witch, and then, of course, course, (laughs) history will. Proceed no. as, as so Eamon stayed behind on right. this particular one. Yeah, I'm I'm with Nina. Let's leave the Witchfinder General behind. Um, oh please, Nina uh, and Sean a, a, and I can go la 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 in the other room while that happens. Yeah. Oh, I'm well, a lieutenant, well, listen, I mean, captain we're, we're at coming, the worst. <laughs> we're coming up with 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 things to do. Uh, I'm I'm sure that um, we don't all need to go do the same things. In fact, it's probably a better use of time if we split up. I mean, so, if there's a witch. I feel like I need to be. Going, I feel like you specifically uh, should not be there. <clears throat> Fine. Uh, continuing down the checklist of things, we need to figure out the kernel. The computer might give us some information. That's it. So, that. so oh, yeah. on, on that point, I've been running for like four days now. I should on, go check it. On that point, <laughs> um, the as you as you go and check up on the on the computer. Um, the information that you are able to pull off of the computer is as follows. This this computer looks to have mostly been used as a logistics terminal. Um, it's Ooh. been primarily working sort of organizational accounting, sort of tracking money, tracking units, sort of keeping tabs on things going down. Um, and so it it's not used as much for future planning as it is for record keeping um but that's still a lot of relevant information that can be pulled especially because the major and most significant detail that comes off of that computer is the influx um because it looks like according to this computer that 
not only have vampires just sort of been arriving in the area a lot, the colonel and his men are actively bringing vampires into the area, like shipping them from other places in the world and bringing them here. Um, Against their will? Some against their will, um, but a lot of them are members of whatever this colonel's organization is. Can't exactly call it the Third Reich. That's been demolished for several decades. Um, Nearly a century. Um, But the... um, The... He seems to be the best that you can determine is building a small army of vampires. And they're staying dispersed in a lot of ways, but there are still a significant enough contingent of them always moving with the colonel at one time that wherever he is setting up base is essentially a small contingent of vampires strong. If, if this is a set of records, does it show paying tax records or, or other things? It shows it shows monetary uh, transactions, but you would you would hazard a guess that none of these are going to be tracked on tax records. Okay, well, or just or or, or anything to help us give it get an address. Uh, it definitely looks like most of these are, tra- are are transactions from foreign accounts. Okay. Um. So the what about, what about paying power bills? That seems to be handled, as far as you can tell. Um, the transactions for utilities seems to be handled through third parties and usually in cash. Um, anything that we can find, probably also cash payments too, but just because it's something specific and, and it might stick out, uh, about constructing coffin-shaped alcoves in a basement. Uh, that that uh, looking through, you do find a couple of notations that is just renovations. Okay. All right. Okay. I thought it was worth a shot. Right. So we need some sort of radar that tells us where there's knots of vampires scattered about the area. Hmm? Um, you you do you do notice that. While it doesn't have future plans, it does have a list of previous locations as well as old routes that the colonel has taken. Um, so you might be, if you took the time, well, I mean, not really the time, if you wanted to um, attempt, you could probably not necessarily a pinpoint location because apparently he's got a mobile fortress, but potentially get a general area to narrow down your search by sort of extrapolating based on his previous patterns. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is probably manifesting annoyingly by Paul sort of (laughs) reading over Nina's shoulder as she's going through the computer and shouting out suggestions that may or may not be welcome. But that's the that's the majority of what's on end. Again, there's there's a few uh, there's a few extra things. Um, Like I say, it's a record keeping computer, so it's this is their little black book. Okay.
um, and a lot a lot of the older hard drives that you pulled um, has older and older and older records like these are like the the modern computer is the most detailed and the most recent but as you sort of pull off of these older mainframes as well a lot of them have similar forms of records dating back to the 1940s okay yeah any anything useful with regard to uh that ex that that joint expedition from the was it the 50s it was after the war, I think, but there was a joint expedition that went out at one point um, to Dracula's castle. Hmm? Yeah, exactly. Actually, yes. Okay. Um, uh, looking into that particular situation, um, as you as you decide that you want to sort of get what information you can about that, um, you learn that um, the hunter expedition to Dracula's castle was tracked by the colonel and his men. Um, and a separate uh, vampiric expedition was sent to the castle in 1972 um, that uh, supposedly found that uh, the Crimson Veil had been extracted and was no longer in the location Um, but the bodies of several of the hunters of that time were found not all of them but several of them um and that uh, records indicate interference from uh records indicate interference from a joint force of uh hunters uh, in their own expedition, which implies that the hunters had sort of set up watch in case vampires decided they wanted to come back to that castle. Um, but they also they also noticed uh, a unique magical interference that they were unable to trace. Okay. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that the interfering group of cell of hunters that was set up to watch there was led by somebody named Belmont? <laughs> So, if at some point she is out of the room, I want to check what he might have on Colleen. Um, both sort of like, yeah, what sure. might have been thought about her, but also how she was captured and then like magically contained. Yep. Yeah. Um. So the. Uh... So the looking specifically for the records on Colleen, um, you managed to find um, these records are significantly um, more personal. They're less they're less uh, like methodical and detail oriented. Not so much like transactions and dates as they are commentary. Um, and it, it's sort of along the the record sort of runs along the line that in their search for the Crimson Veil, they seem to have located. Um, records of a VIP held by the mages who might be useful in potentially tracking and unlocking the veil if they can figure out how to manipulate her. Um, they're the the ritualists among the organization of vampires supposedly was able to locate the 
traveling group of mages that was holding her um, and set up an ambush of overwhelming firepower to make sure that the mages would be dead before they could start using their magic to react. Um, and uh, it was it, there's further notation that comes in later about the girl herself, um, which is mostly commentary on how the girl's powers are still very nascent and sort of tied to her objective um, measures of reality. Uh, there's a notation that the person who can shape the mind of a young teenage girl can potentially shape uh, the abilities of the mage. Um, and it was noted that she was kept docile uh, using the abilities of the vampires whose specialties are in the managing of minds, those, who's, those who have um, either post-hypnotic or um, mental suppressive abilities were used to keep her from um, being mentally active enough to, to either utilize her powers or accidentally escape. At this point, Nina uh, pauses, gets up. I need to go. I need to go lock a a a, a, uh, a, a dresser drawer in my in my bedroom. Hold on just a second. <laughs> Comes back. Insight check on that, baby. Okay. <laughs> empathy, but we roll, roll wits and empathy. <laughs> okay, insight is not a role in this, but. Empathy, I'm uh, gonna argue my discern intent thing is pretty much insight. What is it? Wits and empathy usually? Yeah, wits and empathy, yeah. Um, then plus one for. I mean, she's not gonna be. Not, not against Paul. No, I, w- yeah. I was rolling the same thing. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. I'll try that too. Hmm. Okay. One. So it's up to you, Jeremy. So, I mean, zero success is hard to read. But she's worried about something in her room, someone getting access to it. Mm-hmm. She's worried about her 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 drawer of drugs and <laughs> potentially fucking with someone's ability uh, perception of realities right now. Yep. <laughs> Fair enough. Makes sense. Oh, it's really fitting that Drew just that goes over his, his tiny little head. <laughs> um, um, As, I think did I with two success is that is that enough yeah. to kind of cotton on to what the, at least the yeah. general intent is? Um, For sure. Uh, I'll, uh, Especially as, since she's probably cu- the only times that she ever came up in the last few days was to go into her room for about five minutes and then come back out. And yeah, I think I think as she comes back in, Paul leans over and says, um, "If you want, um, we use some child safety locks that were. Uh, I'd recommend them. I'm happy to give you a link." Oh, I I, I have an actual lock. Like, no, I, <laughs> Full on. Yeah. He just, he smiles and winks. Out of character. I love that we think any of this will stop the burgeoning reality bending. The idea is. The idea is 
you at least make it inconvenient and perhaps she gets bored and goes elsewhere. <laughs> there is freely available unlocked other drugs. She's 16, not 12. Well, that's, I mean, that that was, again, uh, also out of character. That was Paul's joke. He's recommending child safety locks yeah. for toddlers. Right. No, it's... It... I don't know how good these locks are. Anyway, so yeah, and continuing sort of down the down the line of uh, of the of the notation, it eventually like it notes how she was how she was kept maintained uh, using the mental abilities of some of the more uh, ritualist and uh, more um, uh, socially powerful. Uh, vampires of the of the organization to keep her docile, um, and there's a the the later notations note of how um, it seems like an amount of sabotage uh, was performed that caused not only her guards to be t- to be drawn away from her from her location, but also ended the influence that was supposed to keep her docile until the next night when the when the vampire was supposed to reapply the effect which allowed her to panic and break her way out and escape and that search parties are being sent after her fresh my memory we know by now that that was the interference of father kindness or no uh you don't know that that was brother kindness you do know that brother kindness was what was one of her teachers um, you. The circumstances of her escape are still a little fuzzy, even to her. Okay. Um. I thought he'd said something about being the one to. Never mind. So we need to chase down the colonel. Some of you need to go talk to a witch, which I still think I should be there for, even if I'm just there to, you know. Keep an eye out. Make sure she doesn't do anything unpleasant, Alias. I can manage to keep my murderous impulses in check for at least a day. Oh, but who else are we going to have head the investigation to track down the vampire? Right. Well, we don't necessarily do all of these things at the exact same time because we also have two fucking slasher psycho fire people running around. Yeah, list. I I have a list. Uh, I mean, thank you, Drew. Look, don't take this the wrong way, Eamon. I, I, I assume you're not going to react the way I think your brother would. But unless we get some kind of determination that she's actually doing something, that she's doing something harmful and thus should be taken care of, I don't want the church knowing where local witches are. Well, how are we going to figure out whether or not they're doing something wrong that needs to be taken care of unless you have somebody show up and give it a little bit of a look-see? I'm kind of on Eamon's side. If she's doing nothing wrong, that's great, as long as she's not drawing her power and pledging her allegiance to Satan. Um, if you're innocent, then you've got nothing to hide. So let me see all of your things. Doesn't work for the government and doesn't work for the church. 
pot yeah, the but we're more than that. We're the people that murder the bad things that go bump in the night. Yes. There's no high horse on the privacy, right? It's of the vampires that we totally burned out of their golf course. Right. Paul will also tap his eye and say... I say, uh, jerking my finger at one of the old computers that we are going through, because <laughs> as far as I can tell, our permission to go through them is they are Nazi vampires. We had... We had... We had every reason to believe that they were actively causing harm to this community. I have no problem with that. I'm just saying, there's a whole, there's a city in Massachusetts, and I'm just gonna leave it at that because I don't think I need to complete that sentence. Hey, William, do I have any world of Greendale? Is in Massachusetts. <laughs> Sorry, what was that question, Aaron? Given, like, most of my occult training is, like, story-related, do I have World of Darkness insight into that one? Uh, into, uh, sorry, I, I'm not personally recognizing the Massachusetts reference, so... Salem. Salem. Salem, okay, yes. Burnings. Yes, the witch, the Salem Witch Trials. <laughs> sorry, I forgot that Salem was in Massachusetts for a minute. That's fair, it's also in Oregon. <laughs> yeah, there's a Salem we, have, we, did, yeah. we did not have a witch trail there because we're because we're hippie. No, because it was founded in the Yeah. Well, after the fact, but no, yes, Salem is actually our capital. Um. Sure. World of Darkness knowledge on the Salem witch trials. Roll me intelligence and occult. Yay. I mean, I also want to roll this for the record. Go for it. Three successes. Just... Drew is being really petty. Um, it is, it is, uh, common knowledge that the the witches the witches at Salem um were a cover up um the 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 Salem the Salem witch trials um was one of the earlier attempts of the of the burgeoning hunter orders to practice an amount of misdirection um because the 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 deaths the the deaths and burning at the stake of the witches on hand was more of a cover-up for the mages who were active in the background in the community um because uh while while the mages thought that you know they had thrown everyone off with the civilians that were getting burned um small groups of hunters were able to make attacks uh in that area um but what went very, very wrong was the presence of werewolves at the time, who did not take kindly to random civilians being burnt at the stake. Because um, it fucks up the spirit world when you do that sort of shit. Yeah, a little bit. And also, <laughs> and also if anybody's going to kill random humans, by God, it's going to be werewolves during the Impergium. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so Drew will just, like, take a drink of the uh, specifically non-alcohol that he has. Sure, that's what happened. I'm not... Look, I'm already saying that I will, will forego this one and let you go Satanist pal with a witch. As much as it is deeply against my personal ethics. You know... 
I'm curious. What do you think of new agey pagan types? If they are pledging their allegiance to a form of Satan, I am strongly opposed to them. If they are using supernatural powers in connection with if they're, they're pledging allegiance to a form of Satan, they are monsters and demons to be dealt with. I didn't say any of that. I said pagans in a general sense. People who don't work, who don't specifically name Satan or Lucifer or so on or so forth. People who give their dedication to Zeus or Hecate. Or, or like the werewolves do Gaia. No, I don't have a problem with that because I'm not related to those people. Okay, but realize that the belief structure is that they are they are simply providing a name for the same power that you do and that everybody else does. And they're well, I don't think Amon and my powers come from the same source. You can disagree with that, but I know better. I'm not making any judgment either way. I'm and I'm not I'm certainly not saying that the god powers and well, look, you can technically be drawing powers from Satan. I am. Mhm. Mm All of the supernaturals are. Okay. And wrong, but okay. okay person. You just have to specifically not be Satanist and not, there are more extremists in my order, but like for me, the issue is if they're using their powers to enact evil or in the practice and following of Satan, because that's kind of the big bad at the core root of all of this. Okay. And the things that I hunt. Okay. Eamon is sitting at the table wondering if it would be inappropriate to utilize St. Eurosia to just break up an argument. <laughs> Let me ask you one more hypothetical here. If somebody writes a fictional story and presents... presents a depiction of the devil as anything other than the worst thing on the planet. Are they evil and need to be dealt with? No. Just thinking that the devil might not be all that bad is not the problem. Drawing power from the devil is the problem. Well, that's good. At least Milton's off your list. Don't understand your problem with me. Guys, there are more important things that need to be dealt with right now. Like I said, I'm fine with not with my computer shutting down. God damn it. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think my monitor died, but I'm still here. Hi. Yeah, you're still here. <laughs> we can see you. Okay. Don't know what happened. I'll try and fix it when I'm not in the middle of a conversation. Um, um, yeah, like I said, 
I am willing to forego the actual potential determining justice of this situation and let you guys find the people who might be able to find Jonas and just not ask. That is don't ask, don't tell, except for not quite as awful. That is, in, that is incredibly gracious and not judgy or condescending or fucked up in every possible way at all. I'm down with it. Can we have steered them into the van while this conversation is happening? (laughs) When it comes down to it, I'm going to meet with this woman with or without you guys. No, I'm with you on this. I'm down. The question is not whether or not we're bringing the Inquisition and and the devil's child no, the, the, the oracle. So what's going on? Colleen asks as she walks into the room. Uh, we also probably shouldn't I think Astrid and I are going to go visit a witch and the rest of them are dealing with vampires. See ya! Eamon is going to do his normal thing of cornering somebody before they leave. Okay. Who are you looking for specifically? Nina, specifically. Okay. It's not me this time. Yay. Nina, word if you didn't mind, love. Before you head oh, off. Oh, this to... should be fun. Let's go. Let's look. Sure. No problem. I'll, and I'll just and Eamon will literally grab her wrist and just drag her into, like, the back corner of the warehouse. Okay. Ow. But... What? Are you doing all right, love? I'm fine. You've had three days where you sort of weren't even around. And Uh I'm not stupid. What's going on? Look, it's... This group of us has been enclosed in a small space for a long period of time, and there's only a certain amount of, of, of judgment that I can handle. Pile that on top of what we saw a few days ago. I needed some time. Am I okay? No. Am I going to be able to handle this? Yes. Relax. What do you need then? To be able to do whatever it is I'm going, whatever it is we're going to do to fix this. And, you know. Look, we all appreciate the medication to get me along the way. I'm fine. We all appreciate the hospitality and that, but, uh, and we've been putting together a bit of a bit of a safe house where we can do you need us out here out here apartment no it's fine i'm happy to have you here the less the the less i can be told i'm evil the better but i've given up on that particular train at this point so i'm good it's fine all right sorry to grab you and drag you like that no but no it's cool if there's look love if there's anything you need you let me know alright we'll get it handled no worries alright cool. you in a you in a decent enough position to to keep an eye out for any of the bullshit witchy stuff oh yeah alright yeah. 
let's be clear. I'm not. I'm not going into this saying, "Oh, this is my friend, and I'm going to." I don't. No, you're not stupid. I never thought that of you. Yeah, I don't know who this is. They could be entirely, and yeah, I'm going to keep an eye out for that. Right. No, they must. They, they might be somebody who likes crystals and patchouli, and that's it. Right. All right. Yeah. Or they might be somebody who likes crystals and patchouli and has powers, and that's fine as to me, I mean, as long as they're not using them. Right, as long as it's not crystals, patchouli, and, you know, child blood sacrifices. Or they might sacrifice a goat every now and then and worship Baphomet, but still don't harm anybody. That's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, you can't expect everybody to think the same way you do, but no, it's, if, no, no if, she's, I don't, I, if, I don't. if he or she or they are, aren't hurting anybody, they're not going to have any problem with... Yeah. Shite, there's, <laughs> there's fuckers running around lighting people on fire. I think we've got right. bigger fish to fry than un, unless this person turns out to be worse. That's all. No, I get it. And all right. honestly, I'm not concerned about you. I'm concerned about your organization. I am concerned about Chris. And I am concerned about if this person was an entirely non-harmful person who just happens to give the name of some devil as as the name that they give their the, the source of their power, that person's not going to be walking the earth anymore. There's, so, a, there's a bit of the fundamentalist streak to Drew, I'll give you that. Yeah. I'm good. Fair enough, then. Yeah. All right. Stay in touch. Will do. All right. There's a devil listed who specifically offers, like, knowledge, and he looks like an owl with very long legs. <laughs> and I need to figure out what his name was. <laughs> I think it's, like, Cyrix or something like that. Yep. Yeah. My character is a professional asshole. <laughs> well, but, but that's fine. That is, you are a World of Darkness character. And I cleared this with you in advance. Yes, you did. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> you, you guys think Drew is an asshole. Wait till you guys meet Aiden in the werewolf game. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, and Eamon will go find the rest of the vampire investigation squad we should probably get out of here before I put the freaking couch cushions that are an entitled bitch sorry that part was too far that entitled satanist Paul is trying to find his favorite Stevie Nicks album crystals and and patchouli and <laughs> child blood sacrifice. <laughs> it was All from right. her B-sides. Yeah. All right, yeah, so so I think you can easily find us because we're all try we're outside trying to pretend like we didn't just eavesdrop on your conversation. I mean, yeah, okay, sure. Right, so, guys, you get on the road, see what you can find. More than ready. Let's get out of here. Right. Astrid. Yeah. Keep your gun unsnapped. I always do. Try 
practice gun safety. <laughs> Make good choices. <laughs> oh my god. Oh Jesus Christ. I feel like that is actually really important advice because I feel like there's a good number of hunters who died to their poor gun etiquette. Oh, one hundred. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shit! Here comes a werewolf. Let me grab this shotgun by the muzzle and drag it out of this duffel bag. <laughs> All right, Eamon will drive wherever it is that we're going. <laughs> All right. I've, so I've actually lost the plot a little bit. Are we in two separate groups or all in one group? Okay. Separate. Yeah. So, okay. So, um, one of you was a group that was heading for Helen mm -hmm. uh, to try and meet up with this Madame Zarkova. Yep. Um, which is going to be uh, Astrid and Nina. Is that it? The two of you? I believe so. Yep. Yeah. Um, no, I'm I'm going with that group too. Okay. So Astrid, Astrid Nina, and Craig. As or long as as long oh. as as, <laughs> as long as Nina and Astrid are okay with Paul going. I mean, as long as you don't try to oh, yeah. steal anything for your secret or your secret artifact. I'm kidding. Yes, you're fine. Yeah. I, I Paul because <laughs> Paul is one of the people who knows a lot about right. mages, but isn't immediately in kill them for God mode. Yes. No. Yeah. No. That I kill them for the opposition of Satan, not the glory of God. Dang, oh, that's much better. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How dare I lump you in with the witch finders? <laughs> Which is really what we are. We're witch finders. We don't necessarily kill them unless we have to. Uh, yeah, where is percentage? Like ninety-five-five? Eh, more like ninety-eight-two. <laughs> I mean, if you want to go through historical witch documents, it's actually really interesting. Yeah. Um, so, is Colleen just being left at the apartment, Colleen or is not going to Madame whatever? Colleen's coming with us on the vampire investigation. Natural, and we don't really want Colleen to be. No, absolutely. Yeah. Natural detected. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Colleen's going with the vampire hunt. Um. And so the so one half one half of you is heading for Madame Madame Zarkova. The other half is heading to try and hunt down some vamp, some information on vampires. How were you guys intending to to where were you guys intending to look for for that? We didn't get to that part of the conversation before Nina and Drew started arguing. It's true. We didn't. <laughs> I feel like that is a realization that we all come to in the van. Um. I was assuming we were going to try and see if we could narrow things down based on those routes that we had seen right. referenced yeah, in the true. the computer data. Um, okay. Eamon would have been suggesting to see if we can at least cross-reference the geographic data with anything we may have heard over the past few days about movements or, uh, or vampire activity. See if any of those match up. Drew would also be making a bid to look for things that might aesthetically or culturally appeal to this guy because he definitely seems to have an aesthetic. Yes. You know, Neo-Nazi. Yeah, that's that's definitely a thing. Um, 
He was at a former plantation that he'd turned into a golf course, looking for places like that in conjunction with this other reason. Oh, yeah. Are any of these routes headed to Stone Mountain? <laughs> uh, um, people references. I'm sure they make sense. But Stone Mountain has a huge sculpture of basically, hey, look, Confederate generals. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um so yeah we'll 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 figure out the 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 narrowing of locations before we wrap up and we'll do that as sort of our ending note so um i'll say because you're trying to you're trying to piece together information rather than recall so i'm going to say this will be a wits and investigation um to try and narrow down from the information that you got a general area to search through. I have some wits and I have one investigation. I'll give it a try. Nope. <clears throat> wow, look at those ones. Bruce <laughs> smart. Yes, he is. Hmm? He was very smart. Um, so... There's... So the, the... The route that has sort of been going seems to be... Um... Drew, you have this moment of sensing pretension as you sort of get a look at the pattern and you realize that it's drawing a Fibonacci spiral. Of course. Mm. Yeah, that that tracks. <laughs> you just get you just get this sense you just get this sense of this guy being incredibly pretentious. Uh, because he thinks that he's being highly educated in drawing the golden mean with his, with his with his attempts to sort of circumvent and, and navigate the area. Besides which of of the people in his order are the most, most um, pure by the same metric. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, at the point in the spiral that you can only assume based on the last point of records, um, he's been sort of spiraling around the center of Atlanta uh, as he's sort of been moving out and then slowly back in as he sort of like retraces. Um, at the moment, you would guess that he's somewhere around between, which I kid you not is the name of a town in Georgia. Cool. Um, sort of there's, which is generally east of Atlanta um, by a significant distance. Um, so quick would, question as someone who doesn't know the local geography. It's between by any chance the city you pass through when you're going to uh, wherever the rest of the group is going. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I, I was like, I was having a moment. I was like checking the map real quick. Let me make sure it's not on the way to hell, and I don't think it is. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, no. Between between is heading towards Monroe from from Atlanta. Got it. 
Oh yeah, right there, uh, Snellville, Loganville. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's um, just that moment in my brain where it's like, oh, dun dun dun. We sent half of the party through a vampire nest. Nope. Got. Um. So you you would imagine like somewhere around, um. Bold Springs between and Walnut Grove, which is just a sort of curving around the east end of Atlanta and slowly drawing back south. Okay. You, you suspect they'd be in Conyers in the next day or two. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's where you can sort of narrow down the general area. Tally-ho! <laughs> All right. So, as as the two groups make their way out, as one heads east and one heads north, um, the two of you divide in different directions with Colleen in tow for hunting vampires. And with the potential of the future ahead of you and potential new findings on your hunt laying before you, and that is where we'll go ahead and end for the week. So, say goodbye, everybody. Bye, Bye everybody. everybody. Bye.